0: All right, I'm here with week five, day four. It's called Faith and Practice, The Letters, on page 92. We're going to start with Ephesians 1 for our scripture reading.
1: The letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, God's holy people in Ephesus the faithful in Christ Jesus grace and peace to you from God our father and the Lord Jesus Christ praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way.
0: Okay. That was Ephesians Ah. 1. The next scripture reading for this day, for day four, is Colossians 3, um, verses 1 through 17.
1: and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him.
0: Okay. And that was the end of that scripture, 1 through 17. On page 93, it says, The epistles, or the letters, comprise the next portion of the New Testament. There are 21 letters that make up the majority of the New Testament books. The letters, in many ways, are further expansion of the message of the Gospels in the book of Acts. They describe the foundational beliefs of, or- of Orthodox Christianity. These letters, written to churches and believers in the first century, contain beautiful descriptions of theology as well as practical application for how believers are called to live in the light of that theology. The letters are the treaties of faith and practices. They tell us we are in Christ and how we are to live in the light of that truth. The letters are a manifesto or a mission statement of the church. They are declarations that this is what we believe and this is how we are going to live. Throughout the letters we see rich theology Many passages gloriously explain doctrine. As if if the purpose of all scripture, the epistles show us who God is, and they help us better understand the plan from the beginning of time of how God would rescue and redeem his people. The supremacy and sovereignty Mm -hmm. of God are central to the message of the apostles. The deity and messi- messianic nature of Jesus are gloriously revealed. The inspiration and sufficiency of scripture is heralded. The letters consistently point us to the depravity of a man and remind us of the consequences of the fall. The apostles present the beauty of the gospel. They remind us of our need for anointment and point us to the one who has made the perfect anointing sacrifice for our sin. On the page of the letters, we are reminded that salvation is founded in Jesus alone. It is a gift of His grace received in faith, and we are reminded that there is nothing that we could ever do to earn that grace that He has freely bestowed upon us. The apostles point the people of God toward the return of Christ and fill God's people with hope for the day when God's plan will be consumptuated. Our theology give us hope and assurance in the nature and character of our God. Our theology should impact every area of our lives. The letters explain this for us. They give us a glorious view of theology, what we believe about God. And then they call us to let our theology dictate every area of our lives. The message that theology should impact our lives is not just one for the first century believer. The message of this importance of theology is not just for pastors and seminary students. Every believer is called to be a theologian, and every believer is called to be transformed by the knowledge of God and His Word. Question 1. Read Ephesians 1. This chapter is rich in theology in theological truth. Record observations about who God is and what He does below. Question 2. Read Colossians 3:1 1-17 and record the ways we are commanded to live in this passage. Question 3. In what ways is every believer called to be a the- the- theologian? And that is the end of day 4.